Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Good morning. I would like to welcome everyone to the Plaza Retail Week First Quarter 2021 Earnings Conference Call. At this time, all participants are in listen-only mode. Following the presentation, we will conduct a question and answer session. Instructions will be provided at the time for you to queue up for questions. If anyone has difficulties hearing the conference, please press star zero for operator assistance at any time. I would like to advise everyone that this conference is being recorded. I will now turn the conference over to Michael Zakuta, Plaza's Chief Executive Officer. Please go ahead, Mr. Zakuta. Thank you, Operator. Good morning, and thank you for joining us on our Q1 2021 results conference call. We are legally obliged to tell you that today's discussion includes forward-looking statements. We'd like to caution you that such statements are based on management's assumptions and beliefs. Please refer to Plaza's public filings for discussion of these risk factors. Our outlook continues to be very positive. Our portfolio of essential needs and value retail, open air centers located in primary and strong secondary markets across a wide geography are performing well. We had excellent collection results once again in the quarter. We can highlight several factors for this success. Our open air properties leased to essential needs and value retailers, our geography with assets in suburban primary markets and strong secondary markets, combined with the significant exposure to Atlantic Canada, our people and our culture of, coll of collaborating with our retailers. As a development-oriented REIT, we have grown through doing multiple deals with our retailers across our geography. You cannot do this successfully unless you've figured out how to collaborate with your tenants. Leasing activity continues to improve. In the first quarter, we leased over 444,000 square feet of space, 382,000 square feet of renewals, 35,000 square feet in newly created space, and 28,000 square feet of backfill leasing of vacant space. We are seeing a definite uptick in opportunities. We continue to see demand from dollar and grocery stores, pet retailers, value retailers, cannabis retail, and fast food players for pizza, chicken, burgers, Mexican food. Please refer to the Q1 2021 presentation that is now posted on our website for an update of our top 30 tenants, our collection numbers, and photos of projects under construction and recent store openings. Our construction department is managing more tenant-related projects than they were at this time in 2019 pre-pandemic, which points to near-term revenue growth. Rising construction costs remain a factor, and we're looking to offset their effect with higher rents and lower financing costs. It is not always possible to move rents higher, but we are benefiting from low interest rates and cap rates that help us to maintain our net development margins. It's interesting to note that we're seeing four different categories of retailers. The retailers, one, the retailers who never slowed down and never stopped looking at new opportunities over the last year. Two, 
retailers that were slowed down during the pandemic, but are now looking past the short-term challenges facing their business and are looking at new opportunities. Three, retailers that want to open stores but are on hold as they cannot easily tour markets without dealing with travel restrictions. And four, retailers that have been severely impacted by the pandemic and are not looking at new opportunities. This fourth category of retailers is a source of some of new opportunities that we are looking at. These retailers have generally populated the enclosed mall, and we are seeing very interesting enclosed mall to open air center conversion opportunities, as well as empty box store to multi-tenant strip transformation deals. We are seeing lower cap rates for most essential needs retail properties. There is little or no demand for enclosed mall retail. There is likely a strong opportunity to acquire enclosed mall retail at a very deep discount. Although there's a lot of potential upside for this property type, Plaza is not structured to acquire enclosed malls unless it has a clear plan to transform the property into an open air style center. We are therefore focused on these enclosed malls that have the required physical and location characteristics that suit a complete redevelopment. We continue to pursue ways of creating unit holder value through redevelopments and new developments in primary and strong secondary markets through non-core property dispositions and accretive financings. We have a solid business plan to deliver real per unit growth going forward. We believe that there is an Atlantic Canada story here that is being overlooked or underestimated by investors. We have an important exposure to growing markets in Atlantic Canada, such as Halifax, Moncton, or Charlottetown. The Atlantic region has had the most success in Canada in navigating through the pandemic, and Plaza clearly benefits from this success. Our very strong collection rates combined with decreasing payout ratios ensures the sustainability of our future distributions. We are very confident in our future prospects as we benefit from our highly engaged management team's capability to execute its business plan, our leasing and development team's ability to lease and develop high-quality projects, our core portfolio of pharmacies, grocery stores, dollar stores, and other essential need tenants that have performed exceptionally well over the last year, our value retailers who have shown that they can prosper in our open-air retail centers during difficult times, our large network of properties that are an important part of any retailer's strategy to sell products through multiple channels, and our strategy of being diversified across a wide geography with open-air properties that often dominate within their community. As a small cap REIT, we are nimble enough to adjust to changing market conditions. We are managing and allocating our capital carefully. We build what we lease, often in multiple phases, and are rewarded on our development program with attractive yields. We are successfully selling non-core assets well over IFRS values. We are observing real demand from investors for quality grocery pharmacy and dollar store open-air centers or strategically located single-use sites. This demand should eventually translate into higher IFRS values for our assets. Retail properties are still very much alive and kicking, and we look forward to continue to successfully grow as we take advantage of improving business conditions. I will now turn the call over to Jim Drake, Plaza's CFO. Jim? Thanks, Michael. 
Despite the ongoing pandemic, our results for Q1 were strong. This is due to the strength of our tenants, our team, and our portfolio. Rent collections remain high at almost 99% in Q1 and 98% for April to date. We also continue to collect the vast majority of deferred rent in accordance with the agreed repayment schedules. During Q1, there were only nominal deferrals and abatements granted, and we took a $440,000 bad debt provision. FFO and AFFO per unit for the quarter, which benefited from minor insurance proceeds, decreased admin expenses and finance finance costs, were 9.3 cents and 8.4 cents respectively, up 6% and 12% over last year. Our liquidity at quarter end totaled 48 million, including cash, operating line availability, and unused development and construction facilities. We also had unencumbered assets with a value of approximately 17 million. For long-term debt, we placed 20 million of mortgages during the quarter at a weighted average interest rate of 2.58%, and we continue to refinance at very low rates. We have 35 million of long-term mortgages rolling for the remainder of 2021. 40% of which relate to grocery or pharmacy-anchored properties. And with an overall loan-to-value of approximately 40%, we are confident we will refi these mortgages. Subsequent to quarter end, we issued a 12 million convertible debenture via private placement. Demand for the issue was very strong. The proceeds will be used to repay maturing debentures in May and June of this year, enhance liquidity, and fund our development program. Under our development program, during the quarter, we opened a Loblaws grocery store at our Hogan Court development in Halifax and delivered a few pads across the portfolio. We also remain very active on the development front and have advanced a number of projects across our geography. For asset sales, we sold a few non-core QSRs and a parcel of excess land during the quarter for net proceeds of $2.7 million. We are seeing very strong demand for our small, non-core assets at attractive pricing. Our capital recycling program remains a very efficient source of capital, allowing us to reinvest the proceeds in new developments and redevelopments, which are often grocery-anchored strips at healthy spreads over the hurdle rates on the sales. Finally, on fair value, we recorded a $3 million gain on investment properties during the quarter, as a result of some minor cap rate compression and appraisals obtained during the quarter. Our weighted average cap rate is now at 7.17%, and we anticipate further compression of that cap rate and fair value appreciation going forward. Those are the key points relating to our results for the quarter. We will now open the lines for any questions. Operator? Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we will now conduct a question and answer session. If you have a question, please press the star key followed by one on your touchstone phone. You will hear a one-tone prompt acknowledging your request. Your questions will be polled in the order they are received. If you would like to decline from polling process, please press pound key. Please ensure you lift the handset if you are using the speakerphone before pressing any keys. One moment, please, for your first question. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Your first question comes from the line of Kyle Stanley from Desjardins. Your line is open. Thanks. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, Would you be able to remind us uh, what's included in the other income line and maybe if, you know, what was reported this quarter is a good run rate? I mean, it looks like uh, that number has been a little bit elevated over the last two quarters. So generally that includes fees billed to partners on co-owned developments. Um, in this quarter, we had about 300,000 of um, insurance proceeds, which went through that line. So it's a little higher than our normal run rate this quarter. Okay, perfect. Um, and then, so in your disclosure, you reference seeing new opportunities for development and redevelopment across your geographies. I'm just wondering if you could provide a bit more color on that and, and maybe, you know, what exactly kind of, uh, what development projects you'd be looking at completing. So if you, if you look at our, our list in, in our MDNA, so we, we have a list of projects presently under, under construction and then a list of uh, the in-planning and development. So a number of in-planning and development projects will be launched this year. Exact timing is very difficult to pin down today. Um, there obviously is, there is a, a pandemic-related stall on, on, on some of this stuff of, of getting permits and getting through, through planning. Um, but you'll see us, we'll be building in, uh, in Sault Ste. Marie, we'll be building in Cambridge this year, we'll be building in Oshawa, we'll be doing some, some building in, in, in Smith Falls, uh, continue to build in, in, in Halifax and, uh, and other places in, in Atlantic Canada, and, and as well some, some continued projects in Quebec. We have uh, some projects under construction presently in Quebec, in, in Sherbrooke, in, in, in Montmagny. Um, so those will, will, uh, will continue. Um, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll contribute, obviously, in a, in a meaningful, meaningful way as, as they come on stream. Okay, thanks. Um, and, you know, you, you mentioned you had a good quarter on the leasing front. Um, is the demand you're seeing, is that broadly across your portfolio, or, or would you say it's more specific to a certain geography or, you know, asset type? No, I, I, think, I think it's pretty, it's pretty broad, obviously, 
um, you know, it's it's the open air centers. They're you know, we're we're having we're having uh, a good success uh, in in our in our leasing uh, efforts. There's certainly a lot more activity today than 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 last year. So, well, we're seeing a lot of positive uh, a lot of positive signs uh, about leasing. Okay, perfect. And just the last one for me, you know, you, you mentioned uh, some of the mortgage refinancing you've been doing. Um, over the balance of this year, do you expect to be able to up finance maybe any of those maturing mortgages and, you know, to, just to, to further enhance liquidity and, and fund future development? We will. So as I mentioned, the uh, maturing loan to value is about 40%. So we will upward refi certain of those mortgages to do exactly that. Okay, perfect. Uh, that's it for me. I'll turn it back. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, if there are any additional questions at this time, please press the star followed by the number one. As a reminder, if you are using a speakerphone, please leave the handset before pressing the keys. Your next question comes from the line of Sumaya Syed from CIBC. Line is open. Thanks. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, Good morning. Uh, Michael, you, you mentioned that you would be sort of in a more disciplined way exploring opportunities to acquire in quote malls as long as there is a clear vision um, for transforming them. So is there anything you're currently exploring that meets this criteria and could come to fruition in the near term? Yes. Yeah, no, we're, 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 we're very active in um, looking at these opportunities and Making proposals um, so that you know, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll see some uh, some new activity in the in the mall to open air center transformation business. Yeah, but clearly those opportunities are there, and it's all about you have to buy it right. You know, we you know we've, we've talked about this in in past calls. Yeah, if you don't if you don't buy it right, it, 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 it you know it becomes uh, very difficult. And if you buy it right, well, you can definitely uh, be successful. These these are these are not easy. Um, not easy uh, undertakings. We have a lot of experience, though, so we really like this type of, of business. It, it certainly distinguishes us from from the market, and uh, and it's really it's really exciting when you have a a for example a grocery anchored and closed mall that nobody wants, and you've created a grocery anchored strip, and all of a sudden that's what everybody wants. So I think that's a it's a very worthwhile uh, process. So we're uh, that, that's a priority for us. Right. Um, and then uh, the, the second category of retailers you mentioned were those that slowed down but looking to move past short-term challenges. Just wondering what kind of retail falls into this category. It's it's more the uh, I would classify it as as value retail um, than anything else. Uh, there's some specialty mixed in, in into that. So again, some some of you know, these people we would not have had any interaction. You know, or very little interaction in 2020. They were just on the sidelines and and trying to work their way through the pandemic. Now all of a sudden they are they are open for for business. So again, that's very reassuring for us as you know as a, as a development and growth oriented REIT. That all of a sudden we're seeing not just the the pure essential needs people. You know, we're seeing some of the some of the uh, the, the value and specialty retailers um, looking for for new opportunities. Right. Um, and just lastly, I wanted to get an update on how um, discussions 
are going on your enclosed mobile renewals in terms of uh, rent and uh, lease terms that you're seeing? Well, it's it's obviously very challenging on the um, on the enclosed mall front, um, and will continue to be uh, to be challenging. That's that's quite clear. You know, fashion has been terribly impacted, and um, it, it's it's going to take some uh, some time. So you know, we're 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 battling to to maintain maintain occupancy levels and rent in the in the enclosed mall world. Fortunately, a very okay. small part of our business. Right, yeah, that's fair. Okay, thanks. I'll turn it back. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Zaguta, there are no further questions at this time. Well, thank you, operator. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes the conference call for today. Thank you for participating. Please disconnect your lines. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.